0: Oh, I know that face. I know that face. Yeah. Did it resolve, or is it still? It's wow. a big visitor. Oh. It's a big visitor? Mm-hmm. Do they want to learn about COVID, or do they want a snack? <laughs> <laughs> That's always the question. <laughs> what a choice. Hello, Ronnie. Hello. Hey, do you have any questions about the virus? Um, about COVID? Yeah. Yeah. Really? What do you you think about it? Give us your hot take. I hate COVID. Oh, he hates it. (gasps) Tell me why. Because I don't get to see my friends. And my grammar is really bad because I I don't get to talk to anyone because then I lose my grammar. My friend, he lost his grammar.
1: Really? Like you talk like
0: you text or something? Yeah. Oh. oh, that's like a really good point, actually. What do you think we can do to get rid of this thing? I don't know, really.
1: What you could yeah. do to get rid of it? No. I don't know anything that you could
0: I'm not good with this stuff. Well, I mean, to be fair, you haven't been a doctor for that long, though, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Button. It's kind of a learning curve for all there of us. There is a learning curve. We want to tell everybody out there to please wear a mask so that mm-hmm. we can see. Wear our- a mask, please. I don't want to die. I don't think anyone else wants to either.
1: Thank you, sir. Yeah. Can I play video games? Ooh! Go. Bye. Bye. Miss Jocelyn says bye.
0: Close the door behind you. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome to Breast Cancer Is Boring, a podcast about breast cancer with Jocelyn and Lauren, whether you have breast cancer or any other kind of cancer, or you're just a weirdo who's super (laughs) cancer curious. Welcome, we hope you enjoy. Because breast cancer is boring, but we, and you, Mm -hmm. are interesting. I love it. Speaking of bleach, (laughs) that is such a good segue into our topic for, for this episode. COVID. (sighs) COVID. Oh, yeah. We're going there. We're Mm -hmm. going there. Because uh, you need it. Okay? That's right. (laughs) I don't know if anybody needs this. Actually, that should be the name of our show. I don't know if anybody needs this. (laughs) 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 So... We're going to talk COVID. COVID. But, before we do, I have a few mm-hmm. announcements. Announcement okay. number 1. Vote. Go do it. Go do the thing. Go do the vote. Um. Yeah. It was so fun. Voting.
1: Yeah. How to how so to go fun. for you. Really easy. Really really easy. Yeah, and they had it set up to where like there was plenty of space for everybody and nobody was on top of anybody else and it was just really easy it was really easy
0: i found and it fast. was really really easy and fast too and mm-hmm. that's probably because i live in an area um riddled with privilege so we went to the rec center nearby that i didn't know was there <laughs> but they had these Um, you know, they had the whole thing. They had the markers where you could stand and then people, poll workers, you know, who are volunteering their time. I mean, I know poll workers get paid, but it's, you know, they're still, they signed up, they trained, showing you where to go. And then they had this, the cool system of like, they had these little blocks where you could place your driver's license so they could easily get your address or your whatever ID you had. Um, And then they had little finger condoms you to put on to save you from the germs of the touch screen which of course is is, it's a high touch area and so it's going to be pretty germy i just thought this is so great and you know what else can we just take a minute to like uh, consider the uh the impact of how easy it is to hand out free condoms i mean they were just yeah you could take that's them awesome. or leave them. It was an option. So I say free finger condoms for all in all places. And since you've already got the designated area, I mean, I, free finger condoms for all. I'm talking grocery stores. I'm talking libraries. I am talking, you know, food places where you have to sign the check with your finger like just free finger condoms.
1: Then. Yeah, that's awesome.
0: Yeah. And then, as long as you've got a spot for the finger condoms, I mean, you might as well just put out the penis condoms, too. Free penis condoms. Why, why isn't this a thing?
1: I, I have no idea. It's a good point.
0: I'm just thinking. And if you're, I mean, if your finger is abnormally large, you could use the penis condom on your finger. Or, conversely, if your penis is abnormally uh, uh- small, and there's Aww. nothing wrong with that. You could use a no. finger condom. Also, I am very, I'm well aware that um, finger condoms are used for things outside of high touch areas. Um, I'll just leave it there because I don't actually know how comfortable I am talking about that. Fair, just, uh, fair. Ex- exploring that right now. Fair. And I would say uh, I'm pretty uncomfortable, but I am comfort curious, I would say. Okay. Okay. What were we talking about? Voting. You, were, you had so, some points that
1: you wanted to make. Yeah, Announcements. Voting,
0: depending on where you are, it may be easy and take 20 minutes. I might be really complex. And there are neighborhoods where you're waiting in line all day. But you know what? People are showing up in, in record-shattering numbers. And the people who are waiting in line for 11-plus hours bring in their own s- snacks. And I don't know where they're using the bathroom, but those are the people. Like, they're doing it. And so I think, if... I think that's great. It's a It's amazing. It's just, it's remarkable. It's also voter suppression. But for the individuals, like they care that much. Like we, everyone needs to care that much. That's a quite the blanket statement to make. But personally, I want to live in a world where everyone cares that much. Anyway, if, if you know, I, I, I'm almost positive by the time I edit this and put it out. Did you just hit your knee? Nope, I'm good. My leg fell asleep. Oh, I hate when that happens. Yeah, all good. Oh my god. All good, Although just I getting... have crossed my legs in like two weeks. And I gotta say, I miss it. I'm oh. gonna try that today. I'm gonna try crossing my legs for the first time in two weeks and see how it goes. Oh, um, Maybe you should record yourself doing that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh, here yeah, we go, folks.
0: People can't get enough of that. <laughs>
1: first time.
0: God, I, we've created a monster. I'm, oh man, I just, those long-suffering people who follow us on Instagram. Well, we'll get there. Okay. okay. God, I'm a- so, announcements. Uh, I vote. really can't stay focused. So vote, I'm helping. do it. If, by the time I edit this and put it out, early voting will probably be over. So you're yeah. looking at election day. It's going to be, it's going to be a lot. So pack a snack, have a plan for how you're going to get to a restroom, I guess. Um, and if you need to check, where can I vote? Am I registered to vote? I mean, it might be too late for that, but make it happen. Go to vote.org. You can go to votesaveamerica.com or my personal favorite. You can get, you can go to get your booty to the So second announcement. That's right. We're only on number two. Follow us on Instagram at breast cancer is boring. You will get pictures of my bruises episode clips with with personalized animation that is kind of cool because I downloaded an app videos of me eating donuts and that's not a sex thing
1: no that's okay? my personal favorite
0: <laughs> that is just that is a Friday late morning vibes what that is donuts are my mood most of the time. So check that out. I mean, come on, people. The least you can do is to feed my subclinical narcissism. And <laughs> just validate me as a person. Give me a, give me a listen. Give us a like. You know? Double tap that yeah. shit. You never and know what you're going to hear. You really never know <laughs> what you're going to get. Aw, oh, third announcement. Third and final announcement. Coming up on a super exciting, super dynamic episode, our next episode, we are having Jonathan Heck, APRN, RN, PhD student, and a bunch of other letters as well. He's coming on the show and he's going to help us understand what the hell does research really mean. Awesome. Because that is a conversation that needs to be had, I feel. Absolutely. Also, a conversation that needs to be had. Our topic for today COVID, COVID 19, SARS, COVID 2, Corona, the Rona. Yes. Whatever you like to call it. What do you, what, what is your go to? What do you call it? Um, I think we just call it the virus
1: around my house. Oh. Wow. The virus. The virus. It's very. Um, I think that uh, it's also really interesting. I've told people recently um, that the way they named COVID nineteen, yeah, and that they're like, "Well, where did nineteen come from?" <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Well, that's a great question." When they, I think it was the year they discovered um, the coronavirus was twenty nineteen, yes, which is crazy because a lot of people don't realize that because um, we associate it so much with 2020 because that's right. when it reached our borders right or so we think um but yes it was named coronavirus or covid19 based on mm. the year
0: exactly that it was
1: found Mm-hmm.
0: That's right. Fun facts.
1: Lo- lovely little surprise there.
0: Yeah. Getting down to it. Um, yeah, we're going to get down to it. And before we do, I just have a few PSAs uh, for this episode. Uh, because here's what we're not going to do. If you agree, you let me know if you agree with these um, kind of, these contingencies, these uh, asterisks. Uh, what we're not going to do, we're not going to waste time convincing anyone that this is actually real. It is, okay? Nope. I'm sorry. Not gonna waste time. We will explain why masks work, but we're not gonna waste time convincing anyone that they do work, they do. We are not gonna pretend that this is not a political issue. Like it or not, this has been highly politicized and we all know by whom and we all know for why. And if you don't know, (laughs) I ain't got time to teach you. So figure your shit out yourself. Uh, last (laughs) contingency. We're not going to acknowledge political rhetoric above clinical science. Science wins every time. And that's not up for debate. So nope. And, And by that, I, I mean doctors. Like when I say science, that's a very kind of a broad word that could mean a lot of things. But what I'm talking about is, is doctors, the majority of doctors, not, not outliers. I'm talking about the Anthony Fauci's the actual um, epidemiologists out there, the people at the CDC. I'm talking about reliable sources of information on the web. And just to get that out of the way, here are some reliable sources for you because the Google machine can really lead you astray. And the reason that is is because Google is a company that wants your money and your information. And they don't really care how they get it. And so they're just going to send you to places that there's an algorithm. And essentially, and this is a highly a simplification of this, but they're just going to send you where they think you kind of want to go and where you might spend the most time. So it's good to target your searches. And here are, in my opinion, reliable sources of information, and in a lot of people's opinion, reliable sources on the web. CDC.gov, CDC.gov, American Medical Association, AMA ASSN Org, or just, again, Google American Medical Association. This is just a bunch of board-certified doctors talking about COVID. Every day they have an update. And it's a video, so it's, it's not bad to watch. Uh, American Nurses Association. This is nursingworld.org. This is a, just a bunch of licensed nurses giving you straight-up science. United States Environmental Protection Agency, EPA.gov.gov EPA.gov. These people, they kind of specifically have information about what products are or what ingredients are best used to disinfect your stuff from COVID. Um, The World Health Organization. WHO.INT. The INT is for international. WHO.INT. INT. (laughs) These are the people... If you haven't heard of the World Health Organization, uh, then you probably don't know that we pulled out of the World Health Organization. Um, And I believe if things go the way that I would like them to go, we will buy back in to the World Health Organization. And if you don't know who the who is, who the who is, these are the people responsible for the eradication of smallpox. So I, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm like highly in favor. This is leveraging the power of when countries work together to for the sole purpose of making our lives safer from mm-hmm. and eradicating disease, I think um, it's really
1: important for people to know that hospitals have to um, report their data of the coronavirus to the Center for Disease Control. So, yes, I would say that um, it's it's important that um, if. You are looking for information specifically about the coronavirus that the CDC has a lot of the most updated information based on the data that hospitals are required
0: to send them. Exactly. Exactly. And the CDC may also have links where you can check out um, every, every state, like down to the county, has health organizations in it that are responsible for tracking this. And so if you want to know, are cases going up in your county, where you live, are they going down, like, you know, how safe is it out there? These are reliable sources. The final reliable source, I would say, is if you just have to Google and if you really want to do a dive into, like, what works and what doesn't and, 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 you know, where the evidence is, you can do a Google Scholar search. So you literally Google Google Scholar, and it'll bring up, you can – Click on the Google Scholar search engine and Google Scholar, I believe for the most part, will only pull up um, verified sources, like like articles that are peer reviewed. So that's like the goddamn basement level that that you can do for legitimacy in, in my mind. So those are your sources. There's there's some resources for you. Not that you asked, but there they are. <clears throat> All right. So COVID, let's just start at the basics, right? Let's let's just mm-hmm. pretend we don't know about this, so let's introduce you. The basics. It's a virus. It is a kind of coronavirus, which is a kind of virus and I don't know why they call it that actually cuz I'm not that smart. But it's a strain <gasps> Of the SARS virus, and you probably have heard of SARS before, if you've been around. They call it the coronavirus.
1: Hmm? They call it the coronavirus because um, the virus looks like it has a crown.
0: Nice. Yeah. Very cool. I thought you wouldn't... I'm surprised you don't don't know
1: know that because...
0: Yeah. I know know that coronaviruses are a specific strain of virus and that there have been multiple. Yes. But I didn't know they yes. called it that because you're like, you have all this intel, man. It's nice. It's... God, you, uh... Yeah. You
1: if you be, look at the... Uh, more
0: learned than I am. Maybe that's <laughs> oh. why you're a big boss lady and I'm a middle management no. lady. <laughs> oh, I don't even want to go there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry to Not bring today. that today. We're pretending that we're up podcast stars and I had to bring up our day jobs. Ugh. Hard, hard turn. Let's steer away mm. from that line of thinking. Mm-hmm. Many, many apologies. Um, it's a strain of the SARS virus, uh, which has been around for a long time. And you'll remember what we used to call SARS or H1N1, which was called swine flu. Um, the way right. that it's transmitted, every virus is transmitted. that has a, sp- a specific transmission. Uh, and this one is droplet. So A little spittle that comes out of your mouth that you can't actually see. The larger droplets will fall to the ground because they're heavier. Uh, They'll fall closer to the source. And then smaller particles, like really tiny um, particles, can travel as far as six feet. And this is uh, considered like aerosolized particles. Right, like when you sneeze. Oh, God. When you sneeze, just... Kiss that person goodbye. I don't kiss them because I would make it worse. But you sneeze in somebody's open mouth like you're a three year old. God help us all. Have you ever had a child just sneeze into your open mouth because they had you by the face because they were telling you a secret? Yes. Have you ever had that happen to you? Because I have. On many occasions. I bet. Or like, what nightmare your life must be. Oh, God. Oh, your kids are cute, though, i got to admit. <laughs> so viruses like this are hard to treat because they're highly communicable. Like, they're, it's just easy to get them. And also, mm-hmm. they're not susceptible to antibiotics because these are not infections from bacteria. No. Infections from bacteria are treated with antibiotics. And unless there's some kind of superbug, which there's a whole reason we have those... Um, There are a number of different antibiotics, and we've gotten very technical with them, and we can target specific bacteria, but a virus is different, and a lot of times, you are not treating the virus, you're treating the symptoms. You are trying to Mm -hmm. modulate the the symptoms so that your body can fight the infection without killing off everything else that you need, and in that way, it kind of mimics chemo, because chemo comes in, and it just kind of... Kills off indiscriminately. Eradicates everything. Mm-hmm. Yes. Unless you're talking about, like, biologics like Herceptin. They can go right to the HER2 cell. But, but a lot of chemos, and some of them are more targeted than others. But, yeah, it just kind of, it just creates a shit show. And then we hope at the end you don't die and you survive. But a lot of it is <laughs> treating your symptoms. And so, Ronnie, asking people to wear their masks so he doesn't die. I, that was the sweetest thing I've heard in a long time. I know. Do you think he worries about dying? Because he's your serious one, right? He is my serious one. I don't... He's so serious. Um,
1: I don't know. That's a very good question. Um, that took me I by mean, surprise. I was like, whoa! <laughs> well, okay. I think because he knows that there are people who get this virus and get sick and get better. And then there's people that get this virus, they get sick, and don't get better, and they die. And it's like, it's such a crapshoot of, you know, who gets what strain or or whatever symptoms or the severity of it. Mm
0: -hmm. And I
1: think, I don't think he's like overly worried, but I do see him, you know... I think that's a reality for him, which is sad because he's 11. It's so sad at 11 years old to have to Mm -hmm. worry about that. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's something that he dwells on, but I do think it's something that he's aware of.
0: That has been one of the most disturbing things as far as being in touch with people daily who are on the front lines of this thing. Is like Every year, I've been a nurse for almost 10 years now, and I worked in a hospital that whole time. And before that, I worked as a like a nurse aide for five years at a family practice and an urgent care. And I've seen flu season come and go for many, many years. And taking care of these patients, it, you almost, they're like these unspoken rules and parameters. You know, if you're elderly or if you're quite sick or if you have this or that, you may die. But... M- you know, if you're young and healthy and, and active and you're not gonna die. And one of the things that like is so sobering about COVID is watching young, healthy people struggle and get intubated because they cannot breathe. And mm-hmm. I haven't because I I'm not in the room anymore, you know. Taking care of patients, but I I work with people and I manage people who do, and there's just something so different around the way we talk about COVID than the way we've talked about any kind of virus. And again, the the yearly the annual flu is all flu I season think of for this. Yeah, no, yeah, that's- it's just so it's sobering, and you can see the concern in their eyes. You know, when they talk to me about I transferred to young, healthy males to the ICU today out of nowhere. They just, they were doing okay. They got up to use the restroom, you know, the nurses with them, and they just couldn't breathe. You know, and they end up getting intubated and, and going downstairs, and um, some of them end up dying. And it's just, it's, it's sobering, and it's not honestly like anything I've seen before. Um, a lot of nurses I've talked to who were nurses at bedside in the 80s, they, they've compared, I know this is not a direct comparison, but they kind of compared this to the AIDS epidemic. When that first started, there was a lot of oh, wow. information, misinformation questions going around at the beginning. They didn't know how it was spread. They didn't know how these people were getting sick. They just knew that young, healthy, predominantly males were getting sick and dying of this thing And they didn't even know it. They weren't even wearing gloves back then. Mm -hmm. They were not even wearing gloves back then. And they just, they didn't know what was going on. And it was scary. And there is a certain level of, I mean, I have had nurses that I work with and know who have retired or just left. because. They're just, they're scared. Right. They're scared. And it's not worth it for them, you know, to, and it, a lot of times they're not scared for them. They're, they're terrified. And this, it's just like a nurse to do this, but they are terrified of bringing it home to their family. hmm. They're just so scared of yeah. that, you know, and like with good reason. My husband, who brings me champagne into the closet when I am podcasting, you know, he is almost 50. Uh, He's a very young, sexy 50, if I do say most of myself. But, you know, he's got asthma, bad asthma, that he's had for a very long time. And if I bring COVID home to him and he either, like, develops a long-term exacerbation of his asthma or, at worst, dies, I don't really know what I would do with that.
1: Yeah. But how so, could you prove that that was something you brought home?
0: Oh, I would just assume. I would I would just assume like he he's he's out there in the community. He's a social worker. He's basically walking the streets of our town, our city looking for homeless individuals p- individuals individuals experiencing homelessness and and, you know, and trying to engage with them to get them into services, get them housed. But I, I, I know myself, and I know I will blame myself. I will go through many, many hoops of logic to get to the place where I can absolutely 100% blame myself for what happens. Because, uh, again, <laughs> delusions of grandeur. Everything has to do with me. Um, God, you'd think six years of therapy would have resolved some of it. Imagine meeting me six years ago. I mean, goddamn. <laughs> what a monster. She's so funny.
1: Okay. Wow. I think that it's important and something I consistently remind my family about. And I even remind my team. It doesn't matter if somebody is, and nobody's coughing or, you know, if nobody seems like they're sick and everybody's wearing a mask, yes, that that's awesome. But at the same time, it is invisible. You can't see it. You can't be like, oh, it's over there on my kitchen counter. I better go wipe that up. <laughs> it just doesn't, no. you know, it, you're not going to be able to identify it like that. And I think that that's really important to consistently bring forward, um, and remind people is is, you know now is the time to use the cleaning products that um you can either buy from the store or you can make yourself to use them and use them on a regular basis and i i'm also just you know i'm always one of those people where i think like to lead by example and i think it's important to just show others that i think that their safety is important and i'll Mm -hmm. sometimes just don on a pair of gloves and be like, you know what? I'm going to help you right now for the next 10 minutes. Clean up your area. And um, yep. I do that at work. And, of course, that's my job at home.
0: Of course, because you have five jobs. <laughs> and, and it's a good point, you know. Be knowledgeable about your disinfectants. The EPA, epa.gov, they have a lot, of, um, a lot of options for you because depending on where you live, you may not have access. To some of the cleaner, you, you can't get Clorox wipes to, to save your life right now, but yeah. there are other ways that you can clean it. Um, because <laughs> like the uh, blankets at a seedy motel, it's there, you just don't know till you turn on that blue light, <laughs> and you don't want that all over you, no. you know what I mean? No. Uh, however, so surfaces are a thing, but the most Easy way to contract this is person to person. And that is where masks come in. Universal masking. Mm-hmm. Meaning you wear a mask and someone else wears a mask and you distance. And you interact only when necessary. Universal masking works because it re- reduces the droplets that are released into the air. Masking just yourself is the most effective way to not spread it to others. That's the, that's the key about this is you have to mask, and you're getting some protection, but, but the, the primary beneficiary of you masking is everybody else you come into contact with. And when other people mask, that's what they're doing for you. And when you both mask, the chances of you getting it are so small. They did, I read a study, and look, anybody who comes at you, in this format or anything else, and was like, I wrote a study. If they can't tell you the name of the study and where they read it, move right along. And I'm about to do that. I read a study. (laughs) It was in the news, so maybe you can find it. You know, just find it for yourself if you are so inclined. But I read a study about flights, long-haul flights, and Mm -hmm. they did a study of these passengers. Um, They traced, they contact traced everyone who developed a positive COVID or or who tested who who they believe were COVID positive because they tested positive for COVID in the days after the flight, mm-hmm. um, at the very least, or they were known to be COVID positive when they boarded the plane, and everyone on the plane wore masks. And United Emirates, Emirates is like they got this masking thing like on lockdown apparently. Apparently they're pretty militant about it. Um, good for them, but they did this study of these. Thousands of people taking these flights, long-haul flights, sitting there with COVID. So infectious, sitting pretty close to, the, to another person, certainly not six feet from the next passenger. These were packed flights, but everyone was masked, and virtually nobody got it. Wow. It was transmitted to no one. Wow. There were maybe a few here and there in some other studies that they believe— Were contracted on on flight, but it was that is how effective this this universal masking is. So if you need to go out, please wear a mask. Wear a mask for other people, and don't think that just because, like you said, you can't see this virus. When you talk, you can't see the the um, droplets coming out of your mouth, but I mean, some people you can. But they're they're coming out. (laughs) They're invisible, And, and you know that they're coming out because when you wear a mask. You you get them on the inside of your mask, but yeah, it's not just sneezing. It's not just coughing. It's happening constantly. You are constantly throwing out your own nasty ass germs into the air, mm-hmm. and if those germs, if you got COVID riding those germ particles, someone else could get them, and it, it takes a very small amount to get them. The other thing is, I also read a study again. I'm doing it again. I'm sorry. I'm not. Not a great person, but I did read another study where (laughs) um, they figured out that people who contracted COVID because you can have, there's a thing called viral load and it's essentially a way that you can um, analyze how much of a virus someone contracted when they were affected. Oh, wow. Yeah, and the viral load from someone who was masked themselves, but the other person wasn't essentially when there was just one person masked was much, much smaller. And so the reaction of your body was also diminished. And this plays into a lot of people who are asymptomatic. They have no symptoms. They're just walking around with COVID, up to 40% of the population, and they don't even know. But they think, they believe, that having a smaller viral load is, um, basically it means that your symptoms are reduced considerably, and you do much better. And you may build immunity not having to go through like the extreme sickness. The majority of people do okay with this. But more people, twice as many people, have died from COVID than died in the Iraq war, Mm -hmm. the war in Afghanistan, and in Vietnam combined. Combined. That's how many people have died. Who would oh, otherwise Yeah. Who would otherwise still be living? These were not people at death's door. Th- these, for the most part, were people living productive lives who had family and friends, and maybe they had a podcast, you know, where they talked to strangers in their closet. Like, I don't know. It's like Ronnie said, nobody he don't wanna, nobody wants to die. Yeah. So God damn it, wear a mask! We've got so much more to cover! Okay, (laughs) stay home if you can. Reduce interactions. Uh, It reduces the spread of pre-symptomatic and asymptomatic people, essentially. Go to the grocery store, go pick up your prescriptions, but try to Skype your loved ones, try to figure out this virtual world, and I know that that's a very privileged thing to say. Oh, just jump on your MacBook. You know, not everybody has the internet. Not everybody has that. Mm-hmm. So try to meet in open spaces. If you're in closed spaces, try to distance and mask. Almost everyone has access to some kind of face covering. Uh and then just distance. Stay so far away that the spittle from your mouth that you cannot see cannot reach the other person. Don't be disgusting. Okay. What does not work? What does not work? Herd immunity. No. Does not work. Herd immunity is this idea that we can just let everybody get it. Let's just all go out. No masks, no distance, just life back as normal and let the chips fall where they may.
1: Oh my gosh, Um, that'd be horrific.
0: Well, I guess my only issue with that uh, is... (laughs) Not only does this completely disregard the fact that hundreds of thousands of people would ultimately die, both from the virus itself, but also of a result of overcrowding in our hospital systems. So people who come into the hospital because they were in a car wreck or they just got the flu or they just have an infection, they are going to be displaced by the massive—you cannot imagine— the massive amount of people we would be talking about here. Mm-hmm. Also, um, it, it doesn't work. And, ooh, I, I have a hyperlink to an article that I can't click on because my internet is not being great. What is this article? Oh. Ha ha! I did! I did link an article! <laughs> yeah, is this, this is an article in NPR... Uh, titled, Without a Vaccine, Researchers Say Herd Immunity May Never Be Achieved. So not only is it wow. not going to work, but it, you can't do it. So when reading articles, just consider the source and consider, do they have hyperlinks to studies? And this one absolutely does. Are they talking to experts? Are they talking to doctors? Yes, they are. Mm-hmm. And are they running advertisements? Yes, they are. So consider that. However, NPR is National Public Radio. So they are funded by uh, they're funded by donations. So so herd immunity, it doesn't work. There's a lot of reasons for that. Ignoring it doesn't work. Downplaying it doesn't work. Not gonna spend a lot of time here. So what can you do now safely? What can you what what can you safely do? You can see your doctor. Hospitals yes. and doctors' offices have got this whole, like, reduce the spread thing on lock. From my personal experience, which is not a great indicator of science, okay? But I'll just tell you, at my hospital, over the last few months, we surveillance tested over 300 people who work in the hospital, many of them giving direct patient care, uh, some of them giving direct patient care to uh, COVID-positive patients. And zero of them tested positive for COVID. Wow. Because we that's are awesome. masking. We're masking. If we're taking care of COVID patients, we are masking, gowning, and sometimes double masking. We have special masks for that. We have um, face shields. But I mean, when I go into work, I wear my blazer and the mask that most closely matches it. And I have been. <laughs> Fine, I just got tested before my procedure, actually, which we're going to talk about in a second. But you can see Ugh. your doctor. The, impor- the reason I'm saying that, the reason we're saying that, and the reason, Lauren, you suggested we talk about this is... Absolutely. Don't ignore that lump. Nope. Don't just deal with that new pain you're having and get your screenings done. It is a known yes. fact that people are skipping routine screenings. They are downplaying their symptoms, which we already have a tendency to do. Absolutely. See your doctor. Wear a mask. They're going to check your temperature. They're checking everybody's temperature. Everybody has to wear a mask. They're distancing. I mean, it's it's safe. So sometimes you can have a virtual. I've had many virtual visits with my doctor. And again, it, it's that's really dependent on your resources. But see what your resources are. Call your doctor and say, if you don't, have a phone that can do Skype or, or whatever, ask them what your options are. Just engage with them. Um, go for that That's procedure. very
1: important. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It is safe to have a procedure if you can get in for one. I had one. I had fat grafting. I had my step two reconstruction. Fat grafting, they exchanged this implant and they redid my scars and I'll, I'll put out a, a B-side episode on that soon, but I was lucky to get in, and I was a little nervous, but everything was handled expertly. We, we have figured out that part of it, at least. We have figured out the mortality rate from COVID cases is down like 85%. It's, it's ridiculous. It, it, in such a short time, how we have figured out how doctors working together, mm-hmm. many times internationally, Talking to other doctors in other countries, what are you doing? What are you doing? We have been able to reduce the mortality rate of this thing in such a short amount of time because we figured out how to treat these symptoms. Right. So take it seriously, but also tend to your needs. So engage with your physician. Be smart about it. They will help you. And then as much as you can, again, Zoom. Zoom everything. Friends and family, Zoom happy hours. Is it the same? Hell no! No, it's not. I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. Like, Ronnie said he was losing his grammar. It's an amazing observation, but you know what? I think I'm losing my. S- I'm getting weird, okay? I'm just <laughs> getting a little weird. Like, I can feel it. I'm losing my ability to be, like, to act like what I think a normal person is supposed to act like, you know? <laughs> That means. Exactly. (laughs) I don't know what that means either. But I'm losing my ability to do it. I'm just getting weird and I'm like reaching out for interaction any, anyhow. Looking for love in all the wrong places. I don't know the song, but I know it's a song. So. It's true though. It's true. Like. I would love for you and I to be able to be in a room together so that I could, like, see your facial reactions in real time. <laughs> oh, God. I miss that so much. I miss it so much. It's such... I know. And I miss... Oh, I never thought I'd say this because I don't love, like, physical human interaction. I think, I, I think what I don't love is I don't love unsolicited physical human interaction. And one of the perks That's pretty common. of this virus... Yeah, one of the advantages of uh, being in a global pandemic that's killing hundreds of thousands of people is that no guys at work randomly come up and give me a hug and ask how I'm doing Mm. thank the good lord because as much as I have mastered the fuck off face for the (laughs) most part there are just a few that, that slip past it you know they are really not picking up what I'm putting down and I'm just not interested in in you touching me in any way. <laughs> uh, and this has, like, eliminated that. I'm just...
1: Unsolicited greetings.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's sad that uh, harassment in the workplace for women took a global pandemic to just give us, like, a hot minute, but... You know, I'll take it. I'll take it. Mm-hmm. There's hardly anything else. But hey, just virtual, you know, because doing it like this, neither one of us are going to die from this. So that's great. Um, if you think you have COVID, what mm. should you do? Don't overthink good it, guys. Such a good question. Whoa! Panic! <laughs> Run! Run! <laughs> Run! Scream it from the rooftops. But no, don't do that because you'll be spreading, you know, like you'll be shedding. Anyway. Wear a mask. If you don't know what the symptoms of COVID are, go to CDC.gov. Yes. Look them up. Um, Perfect. But you're going to do what you normally do. What do you do when you get sick? So this varies for a lot of people. Yes, it does. Um, But I call my doctor. A lot of people go to the ER. If mm-hmm. they don't have a doctor. It is safe to go to the ER right now. It is. Yes. I know they that ha- a lot of people. They have it yeah. down.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They have and it a down.
0: And a lot of these ERs around you, like, they have online. Like, my ED has, uh, it, like, you can go online and put yourself in the queue. And it yeah. will tell you, like, what time to show up. Yeah. It's pretty amazing actually. That is amazing. I don't. It depending if you live like in a rural situation um and so a lot of
1: hospitals especially um smaller hospitals and more rural hospitals are opening freestanding ER clinics. So yeah, that's yes. a thing and there's a lot of availability of of those everywhere. Um I know there's yes. a ton here in Austin. But um, I do know, like, even if you go further out, um, farther away from the city, you will still find um, the freestanding clinics there. And I think that's a great resource for those who need it.
0: And it's about to get confusing as hell because seasonal allergies are upon us, at least for me living here in Texas. Like, cedar season is about to start. So take, if you have seasonal allergies, take your... Take your meds. Get your flu shot. Oh, my God. Get your flu shot. You, you don't need that on top of all of this. No. Um, take your meds. Do what you normally need to do. What you normally, what you're used to doing to mitigate these. And then an important thing to, to note, because a lot of people will avoid hospitals because they cannot afford it because we do not offer free health care in this country. Because, I don't know, I guess we just don't, we don't love people. Right. I don't know. I just. Ugh feel like that should be a priority anyway it's important to note that your all of your hospital bills a hundred percent of your hospital bills that are a result of COVID-19 treatment if you are uninsured they are all covered by the government and if you are insured and for some reason like you're underinsured I think the government will still may still cover your hospital bills. So the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, they will pay these bills. They will pay, and you will pay zero monies. It's part of the CARES Act that was passed by Congress um, early on in the pandemic. So you can go to hrsa.gov to read more about this. hrsa.gov, you'll notice the website is kind of designed for um, like, hospital administrators to look at as to how to get that reimbursement. But the fact Mm -hmm. that they have a website for administrators to go to to get reimbursed tells you, you're not going to pay for this. So if you receive a bill, you you call that hospital and you can inform them that actually, na 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 na, you're not paying for this. Yeah,
1: it does have to, now that's a very good point, but it does have to be due to the coronavirus. You have to
0: be COVID positive right you have to be treated for covid you can't that's a really good point yeah (laughs) yeah
1: it can't be because like you know timmy was skateboarding and fell and hurt his knee and had to go
0: (laughs) that's not gonna get covered
1: no sorry but it should. i I think that it's also important to tell people if you are insured um even underinsured your insurance company has a website. It's usually on the back of your insurance card and you can go to that website and you mm. can look up very similar information. They probably have very much the same oh, good point. that you can go to.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then good you can see point. what your personal kind of coverage is for that the current pandemic and also... Um, you know, other really good information that you need to know about your own coverage and your own benefits, because yeah, they're not all the same.
0: And it's confusing. I don't know mm-hmm. if you are confused by your own healthcare coverage. Oh, absolutely. I and do in insurance. You freaking constantly. like work? Don't you work in billing in a hospital? <laughs> I um, a- as one of the yeah. departments that you're over.
1: It is it is um yes. <laughs> I I <I've, laughs> I don't even what does it just say you do here? Right. Um <laughs> yes. I have uh some in, some involvement in uh insurance, but um I am not the insurer.
0: Right, right, so,
1: right, 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 right. But I well- I do Probably know more than the layman does about in health insurance, enough to say that each person, if you have it, meaning insurance. And if you get sick and you really want to know what resources are out there for you and what are covered, you should contact your own insurance company. That is the best way to go, because they are going to guide you in a way that will hopefully give you the best coverage.
0: Yeah. And look. Get ready for a long phone call. So, make yourself a snack. Brew some tea or put on a pot of coffee. Get comfy. Have your pillows. Put your feet up. It's going to be a while. Not going to lie. And I'm sorry for it. (laughs) But, just expect that. Um, In conclusion, do the right thing. Look. 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 Look at me, look at me, people. Pretend you're looking at me. I know you're tired. (laughs) I know you want to go eat out. I know you want to go to those sports games. I know you want to have drinks at the bar with your friends in a night of such glorious abandon that you end up singing karaoke into the wee hours of the morning. God damn it, so do I. So I want these things. But we can't. Not yet. Not until people stop dying of this shit. Mm. And by the way, <laughs> okay, here's where here's here's where shit gets like down to my core about this bullshit. Is it's easy to compartmentalize the idea of other people dying if you've never seen it? Mm-hmm. Like, really, have you ever held the hand of a dying person that you did not know? Have you ever done chest compressions on someone who days ago was walking around living a full goddamn life? Have you ever secretly glued the eyes of a deceased person shut because their family were on the other side of the curtain in tears? Because if their loved one's eyes weren't closed, they would not ascend into heaven? Because I have. Uh, And except for that last one, I know a whole lot of other people who also have and continue to do these things, and they would really, really prefer not to. So unless you have, with your own two hands, cared for these patients affected by COVID, then your opinion on whether or not this is a big deal really carries no weight with me. Like zero weight. So sit down, and wait your turn, because something will happen where your expertise may be needed, But again, if you don't meet the previous criteria, that time ain't now. (laughs) So sit down. I do not remember what religion it was, but man, this guy, he he had passed and his eyes would not close. They would not close. And like the family was in tears and they were explaining to me, I think they were Vietnamese. I'm a bad person. I can't remember, but... They were in tears and they were like, you don't understand if, if he is, if he, if he goes, cause I don't think they realized he was dead yet. If he goes and his eyes are open, then his soul will, will escape out that way is my understanding of what they were telling me. And it will wander the, the world forever. This was a huge oh. fucking deal to them. And so cool. I asked them to give me a minute and I legit glued that man's eyes shut because I was not going to have a family devastated. That their papa's soul was going to wander the earth forever. And that when they came back in and they saw that his eyes were closed, they just started crying again. And they were so thankful. I mean, oh. I just, if if you've never like done that in your life, you do you just you don't know. And like, I can't teach you. I can't teach you. Right. Golly,
1: good for you. I would have done that, too.
0: I mean, of course you would. Anyone in my place would have done the same thing. Yes. Honest to God. Like, you can't look into these people's eyes and not, like, feel. God, that was intense. I think about that time in my life when I worked. in And, like, that was just, like, such an intense existence. And when I think about it, it feels like such a distant thing. Like such, a, mm-hmm. it almost feels like a story that I watched on TV, like all of the wow. things that happened. So many people died. <laughs> I mean, I was in the ICU in a level one trauma center. So like, yeah. I'll, I just, I've seen so many people die. I've watched so many people die. I feel like, I mean, like there are people out there who have seen much more people die than me, but like. I just think about the number of people I've seen die. I think about sometimes also on a very different note, the number of vaginas and penises I have seen as well. Oh no. And buttholes. Oh my God. The amount of asses that I have straight up been inside is really.
1: I hope you were wearing a finger condom.
0: You know, I was wearing a whole hand condom. They're called gloves (laughs) and the trick is When a patient has a bowel movement in the bed, uh, the trick is you double glove. Because the first pass, you're going to get shit all over those gloves. And then you don't want to get it on their skin anywhere else. You know, you want them spick and span. They're going to be so clean. And so you double glove. You do the first pass. And then you take the top layer of gloves off. And then you finish with the layer underneath. So, insider tip, double glove when cleaning up a bowel movement. That honestly could come in handy if you're taking t- care of your grandma as she's dying, which I have also done. Um, anyway, not everybody dies, but the fact is everyone who gets this is touched in some way by this. People are losing their jobs from this. People are losing their lung function, their kidney function, th- their full health, you know, to this thing. In a political climate that is about to very potentially strike down the only protection these people have. And we're included in these people because everyone whose health has been affected by having COVID, and this is millions of people we're not only we're not just talking about the hundreds of thousands that have died we're talking about millions of people whose health will now forever be affected in some way by having this mm-hmm. that is a pre-existing condition yes and when insurance companies i remember a time before the ACA when insurance did not cover a pre-existing condition because again right. i am married to a man with asthma and that is a pre-existing condition and they can what it means really, is that what it most likely means is an insurance company will just make you pay more money.
1: Yeah. Or they'll deny coverage.
0: Yeah. They'll deny Mm -hmm. coverage. And it might happen randomly. They can, Mm -hmm. at the same time, charge you more money as a premium, as a monthly premium. Even if you have it through your job, doesn't matter. And then decide selectively that they won't cover certain medications, procedures, doctor's visits, because they were linked to a pre-existing condition. And what you don't want is for an insurance company to decide the healthcare choices that you make. Because as right. we talked about in a previous episode, there are women out there right now in our current system, in our current system, Who are making choices for their bodies, not based on what they want for their bodies, but based on what they can afford. And that just, I just don't understand how this is not at least one of the most important things in our lives. For sure. I just don't get it. I do not get it. And I understand that my perspective is, our perspective is different because we work with with this every day and so it's a constant reminder so of course and we had breast cancer and we went through this and so of course this is a focus for us but it just also is such a shared experience of like millions and millions and millions of people and there are countries out there that do it I just don't understand <laughs> I don't understand at all I don't I don't understand and I don't accept I don't accept that whatever sacrifices we would have to make so that Anyone out there can get free healthcare at any time, all the time. I don't accept that those sacrifices wouldn't be absolutely a hundred percent goddamn worth it. So, right. Sorry, I don't accept. Um, I would be interested to
1: know, like, like how we start walking in that direction. Yeah, I mean, but that 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 goes for a lot a lot of things like that I would I have a lot of passion about but um yeah for sure one being you know healthcare for for everyone and not just those who can afford it
0: right or not just those who are healthy enough to have a job right like just think about that there are people who like can't work because of their health and because they can't work they don't have insurance to treat mm-hmm. their health condition it just
1: or what about car- parents with, like, a sick child? Like yes. that's, a ne- that's a, Yes. Like, that's a thing. It, yes. That par- I mean, I would give up my job to be with my child if he, one of my, my kids were sick. But then, you know, what place would that put us in? Yeah. Yeah. And then you yeah. have to choose. You have to choose, which is terrible. Anyways, I'm not going to go on that rant because then I'll be <laughs> so, very upset. Why
0: not? I just did? Why don't you get to rant more? <laughs> uh, I guess today we're talking about
1: COVID nineteen. And I think a big point that we have to make and we have to continue mm. to make is regardless of the current pandemic, your personal health care, you are important. You have you still have every right to be seen by a physician. Um, If you feel something's not right, if your gut's telling you something's wrong, or if you found a lump, but and it's new, you know, not something that you're already watching, or you have changes in your breasts, or anything Mm. like that, um, it's still really important that you go and you take care of those things and don't dismiss them for later.
0: Yes. Well said. That's all I have to say about COVID. Any final thought? Well, that sounded like a final thought, but.
1: Yeah, I, that's how I feel about it. Yeah. Wear your mask. Please wear your mask. Please. Just please wear it. Wear your mask. And wash your hands.
0: I mean, and really, I'm, I'm getting to the point, you know, we've accepted this in, in our society. Well, some of us have to the point now where I really feel like, you know, lean in. Be that person who buys a uh, sunglass chain or a glasses chain and attaches it to their mask because I am that person. And I just feel like blinging out your mask is the next step. And I am, I'm going there. I'm going there. I got, I mean, it is so convenient. You take your mask off in your car and it doesn't have to go on the seat next to you or touch anything. It just kind of hangs there Mm -hmm. and it's fashionable. I mean, we can start like, bedazzling these masks. We can start putting little pins on these masks. Like, just think of the ways. Puff paint, you know? Let's do it. Let's get creative. I want to see a mask and be like, yes, that. That is a good mask.
1: I think um, it's also important, and I've done this, and I don't know if anybody else is so bold, but Mm. when I see people that leave their nose out of their mask and wearing it improperly, (gasps) I have vocally called them out and said, you're going to want to cover your nose, too. Are you serious? Oh, you are brave. (gasps) Well, because you know karate. So no one's going to get anything past you. Not that I'm like their mom. But I'm just like, if I see somebody and they're wearing their mask wrong, maybe it is. is. And maybe I'm motherheading everybody. (laughs) I'm like, oh, honey, you have your mask on wrong. You need to cover Look, your nose.
0: If you're a mom right now in a pandemic, you get to do whatever the hell you want. You can say whatever the hell you want to people not wearing a mask. I mean, go just go ham on that. I love the way you start that, too. Oh, honey. You're going to want to cover your nose, too. I saw, like, a a, a meme... And it was a person wearing a mask with their nose hanging out. It was a drawing of a person with their mask and their nose hanging out next to a person wearing underwear with their penis hanging out. And I was like, yeah, that about covers it. That about covers it. It's like wearing your underwear wrong. You shed those particles out of your nose as well. So (laughs) in case you didn't know that. Love it. (laughs) <laughs> uh, all right final thing taking a hard left here okay I want to know and I'll go first okay what is something that has made you cry lately and or like the last thing that made you cry the last thing that made you cry that you want to admit Um, the last thing that legit made me cry is I'm scrolling innocently innocently in a moment of like you know taking a break, scrolling through Instagram, Instagram, sometimes you trick me. And I read a quote, of course. And the quote was, success is liking yourself, liking what you do and liking how you do it. And it it is a Maya Angelou quote. And I don't, I cannot account for my reaction but I just started crying. Aww. What is wrong with me? Nothing. Okay. Are we sure? Yeah. Because it it hit somewhere in me that is a place I think I don't look at a lot. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? How you can tell? You're like, ooh, I haven't been here a lot before. I this is right. And it was like. An account that I follow. Uh, Do you know DJ D-Nice? No, but I'm going to do that now. He's like a legit DJ and he's been doing what I feel is a public service. He's been doing club quarantine this whole pandemic. He just has these. He'll just get on Insta Live and do a full, full DJ set. And he is so good. He is such a good. DJ, he's awesome, and there have been times where I've just put him on during my day, Uh-huh. if I'm cleaning or, like, doing anything, and it's just been so nice. It's been so nice. So, he's awesome. Uh, if you don't already follow DJ D-Nice, I highly recommend. Occasionally, he's po- his posts may make you cry, but that's a little off-brand for him. Like, that's not, like, that's why it just, like, surprised me so much. Uh but, goddamn Maya Angelou. Coming.
1: That is good.
0: Coming through hard. That
1: yeah. is really good. You know, um. I can't remember the last time I cried. Um. It, well, it may have been. No, I was laughing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's hard to tell anymore. But I can
1: tell you of a, um, I can tell you of a, you know, something that definitely moved me when I was reading. Um, I have a quote that says, um, grapes must be crushed to make wine and diamonds form under pressure. Olives are pressed to release oil and seeds grow in darkness. Whenever you feel mm. crushed, under pressure, pressed, or in darkness, you're in a powerful place of transformation. Trust the process.
0: Whoa.
1: Right? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but I also yeah. have sort of um, this general attitude, and I feel like I've had this attitude in my life for a long time that, you know, when things get really hard, I don't it take i mean i i can't remember the last time i broke under pressure now yes i have Mm. definitely felt the pressure and for sure had moments of weakness but i almost thrive on rising to the occasion that like is thrilling to me um which is possibly why i (laughs) end up taking on so much um responsibility unfortunately but i I recognize that about myself is that you know mm. I see a problem that is really difficult, and i I am not gonna cure coronavirus though y'all. I'm so sorry, that's just come not come my area of expertise.
0: I feel like if anybody could <laughs> I feel like if anybody could you'd be like, ''m so right, sorry, give y'all me, you know, give me the books, uh put me in touch with some experts, and uh, I'll have it to you by the end of the week. <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) Really. I mean, kind of joking, kind of not joking. (laughs) I get so confused all the time about what, I think that's why, uh, like, quotes about, like, like, that, about pressure, about success and what it means. Because I vacillate between, I feel like, two minds about it. Like, one mind is like, when you're stressed, there's good stress. And when you're under pressure, it means you're doing something meaningful. And and stress is a symptom of caring. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. caring is important. And, it, and it's a shared experience It brings us together. And then this other voice that's like, you know, why are you struggling? All Why does it always feel like you have to be doing something? Why can't you be still? Why can't you? Right take a moment, like what's, what is there that you're afraid to look at when there's nothing else going on? You know, is this, is this meaningful work or is this distraction? Mm. And I just, I don't know. I don't know. And I don't know. Another quote that reminds me of Maya Angelou, and I apologize, Maya Angelou, because I'm about to compare you to a popular TV show character. And I don't mean that in any (laughs) negative way. Trust. Um, But Mad Men is a show that used to make me just cry my eyes out. Like I couldn't handle that show. Mad Men. I know. And in Mad Men, I believe Don Draper said, be careful what you get good at. Mm. I think. I think I'm remembering that correctly. I, I could be totally. But be careful what you get good at. And that. Line that like single line like haunts me to this day. Like wow. things you spend your time on is what you're gonna get good at. Right. And like, what am I getting good at? And do I a feel lot of good things. about that? You know. I make a mean spreadsheet, but like, is that something to be proud of? I don't know. Yes. I don't know. absolutely. All right.
1: Yes, absolutely. I'm going to validate that.
0: OK, thank you. I, I stamped it. I do love it. a good spreadsheet. I think we're both trying and I think we're both doing a good job. Yeah, And for I think sure. most people, most people are really trying their best and most people are doing a good job. Agreed. And I think in terms of this pandemic, I know we can be distracted by people who won't wear a mask or who deny that it's happening or even the people walking down the street with their penis hanging out of their, I mean, their nose, nose. hanging out mm-hmm. of their mask. Uh, <laughs> but please understand that the majority of people are masking. The majority of people are distancing. The majority of people are in this together. It doesn't make headlines because it's not like, ooh, sexy story, going to sell a lot of ad space. But the majority of people are are, we're doing this together. We're doing it for each other. Just focus on that. Wear your mask. Vote. Read peer-reviewed articles. Listen to this podcast. Follow us on Instagram. That is our show. I love (laughs) (laughs) this slow (laughs) clap. (laughs) 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 That's not even our theme music. I don't know what that is. You need a slow clap. Slow clap for humans. (laughs) Yes. We can do it!